This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I am your host, David So. I'm your other host, Joe Jitsukawa. Beep, 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 beep. Man, man, man. So we got some very interesting topics today that everybody wanted us to hop on. So originally I was just going to do this on my channel, but I'm like, wait, we got a fucking podcast, dude. Let's talk talk about about it. So the first thing that we're just going to get right into it. You you know who Brother Nature is? Yes. So Brother Nature, uh, I I forgot what his real fucking name is, but he's he's a light-skinned dude that talks to deers and shit. You know, Canela. Fucking come on, Canela. And he like gives yeah. him like carrots and shit. And he's like the dude. That's how, I think that's how he popped off with the deers and shit. Yeah. And he's like uh, playing with all kinds of animals. I mm-hmm. mean, he was really hot on Twitter for a minute. Yeah. he. I think he still is. So he was doing stuff with like, I think the first video that I saw, it wasn't even a deer video. It was him and like pigeons or some shit yeah. out in New York. And it was, it was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Like I was cracking the fuck up and I used to follow him. Uh, I stopped following him because I just, I got kind of got tired of his. Because he was doing the same thing with different animals. Yeah, so yeah. like a year into it, I was like, okay, he's doing the same shit over and over. It's like, hey, Canela, yeah, yeah, Canela, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this. Because I started following um, the real Tarzan instead. Oh. And that motherfucker, he like, he knows his shit about animals. Mm-hmm. So I got really uh, like stuck onto him, so I kind of moved on from that. But recently, uh, everybody's been sending me this shit. So there's a video clip of him getting his fucking ass beat at the sandwich shop, like jumped. Like by a monkey? No, no, no. <laughs> no, by like a, like two people, fool. So, oh. No, because I was picturing him like he just he fucked up, like Steve Irwin, you know, oh, like yeah. that fool fucked up. Well, he fucked up on this one too. So there was uh, an original <laughs> video came out, and I tweeted, I was like, "Yo, who the fuck would beat up Brother Nature? Right? He's such a nice like pacifist." Was he doing that to people? So check this shit out. Like so, Canela, 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 come here. Yeah. So there's a video that was put out. Of him getting jumped, right? I'm talking about, like, they kicked his ass in, in the fucking sandwich shop. It was late at night. I think it was, like, at 6 a.m. or something. Don't, don't quote me on this. These are all just, you know, from yeah. bits and pieces. But, you know, after they fucked him up a little bit, sock him in the face, they threw, like, wa- like drinks at his face, like ketchup and condiments and all this other stuff. Then it cuts to a clip of him outside, and the dude's, like, straight up street stomping him, like, stomping on his oh, head and fuck. fucking him up. Like, American history Xing his ass? Yeah, and then he was, like, covering up like this, fuck. and he wasn't moving or anything. So I was like, yo, he's not even fighting back. Why, why the fuck would these guys beat him up? Yeah. But as we all know, there's two sides to every fucking oh, story. No. So, you know, for me, I'm trying to be funny. I'm like, yo, who the fuck would fuck him up? Like, that's, that's like a fast way ticket to hell. So, you know, people were cracking up and stuff. and um, But, of course, I didn't know the full story. So I was kind of curious to see what's the rest of the footage. I'm pretty sure everybody was, right? But all the footage, the only footage that I could see at the time was of him getting beat up. Well, later on, somebody released the whole CCC TV footage of the whole altercation. Oh. And the whole altercation is crazy. So I sent it to your phone. So check it out. Oh, okay. 
All right, we got to watch this. We're going to watch this shit, and you guys are going to watch it with us. If you guys are out there in uh, podcast land, you obviously won't be able to see it, but we'll we'll talk you through it. Okay. Oh, man. Hold on. You sent it to... Okay. Yeah, so it has, like, subtitles. You don't need the volume on it. There's, like, two videos. Check the first one. Okay. So this is the full video footage of what actually happened. So before it was cut up, it went for uh, footage of him inside getting beat up that somebody recorded. Mm-hmm. And then there was footage of him outside getting beat up, getting recorded. So, so it's a two-minute video. Yeah, so watch this shit. All right, three, two, one. Give me your phone. So it says, give me your phone. He's walking up to him. Give me your phone or else. It's like, please give me your phone or else. So this wasn't in the original footage, like the confrontation. They just there was a footage of him just getting beat up. You don't want me to call my deer now? <laughs> what? So you got jokes? Uh oh, uh oh. You know when the flannel comes off, she's about to go down. It's like never mind. So that guy works at the sandwich shop and he's telling him to leave. Yeah. You know because shit's about to go down, and this is like a late night spot. Yeah. Okay, so he confronted them, and he started all this shit, made them all pissed off. And then that's where the video started. Mm-hmm. He's like, dead man. He, so he points at him. He goes, dead man, dead man. And that wasn't in the original footage. Oh, it, it made where it was sound- the phone from? That was him recording, I think, saying dead man, dead man, pointing at them. And then it goes into this video of him getting fucked up. And this is the video you saw? Yep. Stomp. Boom, dude. Yeah. Gets his head stomped in. Yeah. Damn, he got kicked in the head. Yep. And I, now I think they're going back into the sandwich shop. He comes back inside to fight a friend. So after getting his ass whooped outside, he comes oh, back inside. Oh, to fight. no. Oh, so he came back and attacked him. Started swinging on a motherfucker. And then his friends came. Oh, so his friends came to the rescue. So this is the only footage that I saw prior with, without, yeah. without any context. So he sucker punched the other friend. Mm-hmm. What is he doing there alone? He was actually with a girl. So later on, you'll find out what the sandwich shop releases in terms of information about what really happened. And they said that though one of the guys, see that there was like condiments and drinks yeah. in his face. So apparently he, they recorded him with his girl and they're like, oh, yo, it's fucking like, you know, the guy. Oh. And he was like, give me your phone. I don't want that footage. So he was, oh. he was basically bossing up on them. Well, I mean, maybe he was cheating or something and he didn't want, or I don't know, he just felt uncomfortable, but it's like, Hey, we deal with that shit all the fucking time, dude. Yeah. People are, are record like we'll be eating, and then obviously they're fucking recording us. I'll mm-hmm. flip them off or I'll peace or whatever, depending on how I feel. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I see this shit. Yeah. Don't be weird. Come over here and ask me for a picture. Mm-hmm. But in I I don't know. Like I think people are just they're just screwing around. They're fucking around. They're like, hey, it's him. Let's record it. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal. So this is a statement that the so it's called uh, L.A. Sandwich Sandwichery Brickell is where the spot, spot's called. And it's, they, it's L.A. Sandwich or it, may, it might be La Sandwich or something. La Sandwich. <laughs> I think it's in Florida. So so it's an L.A. Sandwich shop. Either that or I'm fucking it all up. But um, this is the statement that they put out on their Instagram. He goes, here's what really happened. Brother Nature and a female friend of his were angry at someone who recognized him and took a video of them. Yeah. They wanted the guy to delete the video. He did not give them his phone. So Brother Nature said he wanted to take it outside. Our employee tries to keep them separated, one inside and one outside. After a few minutes, Brother Nature comes back, rushing inside the store and starts attacking a totally different guy. Brother Nature started the entire altercation. Yeah. So the, the problem with this, I think people got really pissed off at, was that 
he didn't really deny the fact that he was saying anything, but he just kind of he made it sound as if he was not, not, he didn't do anything to antagonize them to fight. He didn't think he did anything wrong because because all the footage that was being released made yeah. it seem like he was just getting jumped and beat up by some random dudes. Yeah, maybe because he was a famous guy. But he said, "Dead man, dead man." Exactly. That wasn't released until later. So that's a threat. It's a threat. So and, it's and like, the way he got up in their space, mm-hmm. the way he like he you could clearly tell he those two guys weren't sure about fucking his ass up. They actually gave he, him a couple chances. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure if he went up and he was like, Yo, man, like that ain't cool, man. You gotta delete that. And let's just say like he was stepping out on his girl, right? It's like, hey bro, real talk. Uh I'm actually that's actually my side chick. So yeah. if you release that video, I get fucked. Like, do you mind like taking it down? I'm pretty sure they'd be like, I got you, man. And they would have put it down or something. Yeah, and I'd be like, yo, I'll take a picture with you guys right here, yeah. but you gotta delete that, man. But this is like an, a clear example of like kind of like the internet gone wrong, right? Because we yeah. all kind of just make assumptions without knowing the facts. And even for me, when I tweeted that shit, obviously I, I knew there was there had to be more to this, but I just made a quick joke out of it. But people were so mad. They were mad at you? They No, they were mad at um, these Bro, other guys because oh. they're like, I can't believe you would beat up this guy who's just trying to save the earth because that's his MO. Yeah, but man, everybody got a little bit of evil and everybody got a for little sure. bit of good, you know? He that's... fucking juicy smollier does, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he juicy smollier does. You fucking juicy smollier. So juicy smollier. Yeah, so he kind of like... I don't know if he really created the backstory. I think his fans kind of did you know, his innocence, but he didn't deny it either. Well, this guy plays with monkeys. There's no way he could be doing this. That's the funny thing, too. It's, it's how people believe that just because somebody has this, pers- like this persona online, it means that they just can never do any wrong. It's- most of the people that we know are the most scoundrel motherfuckers on earth are the most innocent people. Oh, for sure, dude. I know the ones that enjoy getting hookers. <laughs> And the ones that love doing lots and lots of alcoholic beverages to the point where, hey, maybe you got a problem, bro. It's not us. It's not us. We we got all that shit out of our system at a young age. I talk about it openly. I don't give a fuck. It's not a big surprise if I fight somebody at a sandwich shop. Yeah. It's a bigger surprise if I say, hey, man, let's not fight. Yeah. You know, like, or or if I'm the guy that's like, you know what? It's Friday night, 9 p.m. I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to go to sleep. They don't expect that from us ever. Yeah. Every time we do shows or whatever, they'll be like, hey, you guys want to smoke some weed? Yeah, yeah, You want to yeah. do some coke? You, what do you guys want? You, you want us to take you to the bar? And we're like, nah. I'm like, take yeah. me to a dope restaurant. Mm-hmm. Let's have some good conversation. And I'm going to sleep at 10 p.m. <laughs> Like I'm good, especially for me now, because <clears throat> I have a fiance. So, what's the point of me going yeah. out? Like literally, this podcast is brought to you by Vistaprint, my friends. Check it out. Uh, I decided not to leave my holiday cards to the last minute this year, and so I went to Vistaprint to order custom cards. And it was so easy to make something that I know my friends and family will love to get. I honestly can't wait for people to see them and hang them up this season, man. Holiday cards are the best, man. Ring a ding a ding a ling. Okay. Look, if you want to pick a shape, like square or rounded corners, folded or flat, and then choose one of Vistaprint's designs. They've got everything from fun and festive to gorgeous eye-catching looks. Next, you can put your favorite picture right there on most of the options and even upload a great shot right from your phone. Then just figure out how many you need and order them with time to spare. I love it. What are you waiting for, people? Vistaprint has hundreds of car designs from timeless classics to fun new trends. Vistaprint also has custom calendars for gifts that keep giving all year round. All custom cards and calendars are up to 50 
20% off right now. You can also upload your favorite photos right from your phone and save on mugs, canvases, and other photo gifts. Your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed or they'll make it right either by reprinting your order or by offering a refund. So this season, make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and photo calendars plus great deals on photo gifts at vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code BRAIN50. That's vistaprint.com. Promo code BRAIN50. Offer expires January 5th. I don't know, man, but it's funny that they get, they kind of, everyone's filling in the blanks, right? Oh, I bet you they're fucking wild. The way that they talk like on JK News, they must be wild. And I'm like, nah, I don't have to. That is my wild. Like being able to speak openly. Yeah. Um, We just did the show in Boston, right? And then one of the questions were like, you know, y'all like, seem like you you give a lot of your private life and you talk openly about everything and they're like when do you feel like when um what is like do you even have any private life left for yourself do you th- do you feel like everything's out in the public and i'm like nah i keep a lot of shit private so the things that i'm talking about i'm fine with people finding out yeah but at the same time it's kind of fun talking about all this shit yeah and I think sometimes too people forget that. I think because our foundation is comedy. If we don't talk about our personal lives, there's no truth in the things that we say. Mm-hmm. So we 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 have to talk about that stuff. Either that, or I'm just start. I'm gonna just start making up shit. Mm. So at, at that point, being a comic and being somebody who's allowed to speak about their personal experiences is a reason why we have these type of platforms. If we don't do that, then we got nothing. We're, we're fucked. Did you hear the 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 private jokes that we got? There's <laughs> yeah. so much good fucking shit from our family to, and that shit's private. Like I think there's a lot of funny fucking shit that I will tell you guys in private. Yeah. But we're not going to air that shit out to the public to hear because that yeah. would embarrass them. I embarrass me. Yeah. So my mom gets embarrassed of me, but I'm not going to roast her on air or anybody. So I think that's where I draw the line. Yeah. And, and the stuff that we tell about our family or our friends or stuff like that. I mean, there's a reason why I don't say names on this. And there's also a reason why even when I do say names, those names aren't real. They're all fake names. I'm not going to give you the names of people that I fucking know. Yeah. Except for like, you know, you guys see my best friend like Gabo or something. He's He's come onto this platform. So you're like, oh, I can't believe you just outed that person's name. It's like. That wasn't their actual name. Yeah. Like, I'm just telling you these stories because the stories are there, but I still have to keep certain things private, you know? Damn. And here I was. I thought they were real names, too. <laughs> Shit, man. You know? I'll be like, oh, so you're that fucker. <laughs> you're that son of a bitch. You're that mo-. And they're like, nah, that wasn't me. Oh, same name? Okay. Yeah, except for mind. fucking uh, DJ Park. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> That's his actual fucking name, you trash bag. But... <laughs> You said full name That's and right. everything. Let me tell you where his address is, but he doesn't oh have a my place God. because he uh, decided to get his name rented under somebody else's name and he decided not to pay the rent and he lied that he switched the uh, the title, <laughs> oh but he didn't. God. So DJ Park, you can go fucking suck a fat dick, you son of a bitch. Oh, damn. Trash bag. People are fucking funny, dude. Yeah, so he's been getting quite some heat about this and it's funny because like when I see this shit, it's kind of like, yo, man. I think that's why I like the fact that we can just kind of be ourselves on our platforms. We don't have to live like a duplicitous life. No. So for him, maybe he has to be like, yo, Canelo, whatever. I'm happy. Save the earth. Because it's his character. That's like if I was Uncle Chin 24-7. Yeah. You know. Hey, everybody. (laughs) How's all the motherfucking people in the world doing, motherfucker? (laughs) Okay, today we're going to talk about brother nature. Yo, that was like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fucking, um, he's an actor now. Uh, uh, from Canada, Asian guy. 
Asian guy. Peter Chow? Peter Chow. I didn't know that that was a character because he did it all the time. Yeah. Hey, Peter Chow here. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was a character he played. Yeah. And he did it so well. After, when I first watched this stuff, I thought that's actually who he was. So I was like, look at this trash bag, dude, making Asian people look bad. And then later on, they were like, no, that's a character. I was like, he was trolling. I was like, oh, that's fucking genius, yep. dude. That's like what we tried to do, but we had too many characters. And it was like, obviously. Yeah. Cause we couldn't do the same trope over and over and no. over. And he, I think, yeah, he did. He overplayed the trope. Yeah. And I think that's why his character started dying out really early on yeah because he he was popping off around the same time we were but he disappeared a lot faster mm-hmm. because he just kept doing the same thing over and over and over you gotta evolve yeah but he's an actor now he he was in a, that Wu assassins uh netflix show oh no shit yeah so yeah. he's, like a he's my friend actor. we chat online he's like come to, come to vancouver man Where's let's a really do cool a show dude? yeah he was he, he told us all all to fucking book a venue out there and just fucking do a show with them mm. i'm like hey man that might not be a bad idea Hmm. Peter Chow it. here getting the random Vancouver pussy. I know. <laughs> Peter Chow, you want a dim sum? Two Chinese balls? <laughs> you want a hog out nutsack? Hog out nutsack? Fucking hog out nutsack. That's disgusting. <laughs> you look, do look like a nutsack. <laughs> Chinese stompering, man. I know. Fucking <laughs> shoe my nutsack. Shoe my Technical. <laughs> this whole like this kid, brother nature, though, man. It's funny. Like I, I don't understand. It's like you, are, you are at a certain place in your life where things are fucking good, right? Let, let me just put it in perspective for this kid. You got big off of talking to deer, yeah, and you somehow bought a Lambo with that money. With really, whatever, yeah, with like brand deals or whatever. But he made Damn. good money. Like he was balling. Like kid bought a Lambo and shit. So it's like, okay. How do, when you're young and you're that successful, it tends to fuck you up a lot. It skews your perception. I, I think like when you're young and successful, you, you're you're not because you haven't had a lot of life experience. It's hard for you to be grateful for the things that are coming in. Mm-hmm. It's just more like, oh, this is dope. This is dope. This is dope, and things get carried away. Because I don't know why you thought that you talking to deer, and then then you also have like this little fucking Bible scripture chest a tattoo thing going on. That suddenly you're a thug, like you get, like you're down to throw down and shit. It might be like, <clears throat> I mean, who knows? I think the real culprit might be his girlfriend, you know? Oh, maybe she She might be something. like, they're taking pictures of him. Make him stop. Ooh. And he's all like, fuck, I ain't going to, I'm not a fuck, I'm not going to back down. I'm a fucking man. Yeah. And he comes up, hey, man, you take that, turn that shit off. And they're like, fuck you. He's like, oh, fuck, now I got to be a man and shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just <laughs> making a, filling in Blake's, you know? Well, the weird thing was his approach was so fucking aggressive. Like he came up to him and was like, "Yo, give me your like, yeah. give me your phone." How old is he? Like, eighteen or nineteen? Yeah, he's or some young shit? as fuck, yeah. right? So, you know, when when you're a barking chihuahua, you don't know how to talk to people because you're scared. Yeah. So the only way you know how to do is like thousand percent, hoping that you can intimidate someone to do something for you. Yeah, like the whole thing, like give me your phone. It's yeah. like, oh, you're shit. already you're already fucking up, bro. Yeah. You you there's so many different ways you can do, it, but he was probably like. You know, like he he probably thought he could intimidate or do something stupid. He's too skinny to intimidate, though. Yeah, and he has like those veneers in it for teeth. Shit in his like, head, I bet you he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go up to him. I'm gonna say, give me your phone. If I could delete that shit, be like, don't fuck with me, man. And I'm gonna walk away like a champion, dude. His teeth look like piano keys. Like you know, he's scared of that shit, dude. You look <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like the kid has lost his mind, man. It's like you're already put out as the nice guy and people know who you are. Like you're Mr. Deer dude. Yeah. And then now you're going to come up and square up on somebody like you're a thug. Yeah. Like it's not going to work out like that. And it's your fault. If you're that famous, you're fucking eating at LA sandwiches. 
Shouldn't be get Postmates or do something. You got money, bro. Man, if you're real famous, like it's difficult to do average people shit like that because that shit happens. You know, you know what it reminds me of? You ever like, you know, like those fucking um, those kids who have like a really good life. Like they they're the ones their family have money or whatever, but they're the ones trying to join gangs and get down and do like some dirty shit. Oh, yeah. Broke. It's like, yo, man. Uh, I think poor people are trying to be you. Like, why are you yeah. doing the opposite? Because money doesn't teach them anything, I think. Just because they have money. Thing. Yeah. Like, remember that word affluenza or oh, whatever? Yeah, yeah, Afflu- yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> they're so fucking rich that they don't have a connection to our reality yeah. or whatever. So they'll do shit like crash a Lambo and they're like, oh, fuck it. And they walk away from it. Do some crazy mm. things like that. Like their, their their perception is so fucking skewed. Yeah. And I think like when the real world gets to check you like that, that's when, you know, you probably start to hopefully you'll get a reality check because you he he went up to two guys thinking that he was gonna what fuck them up? Like I think he was like, ah oh, shit, when he realized he had homies. Yeah. And then the funny <clears> thing <throat> is he got his ass beat outside and, and he decided to come back in for another ass woman and fuck up his friend. <laughs> And he got caught in between. Oh my god, dude! It's so stupid, man. Like I don't. I guess like when you're young too, you, it's kind of hard for you to back down because your pride is probably. Your oh man, that would have been me. <laughs> okay, yeah. I would. I wouldn't have been taken outside. I'm like, all right, there's two guys. All right, maybe if I could take one, then I could get the other one. Fuck it, and I'll go, and I'll probably get beat by both of them, and a and a third friend that punches me at the back of my head because I didn't know he was there. I honestly like if you if you want to put it into perspective, let's say if it was a situation where I had to fucking throw down, I wouldn't have used my fist. There was chairs there, there was a table. You could have fucking used so much shit. <laughs> so you're trying to teach him how to actually function up. Yeah, well, yeah, because like at, at that point too. And here's the thing, man. Like I'm not a tough guy, but you know I grew up in a relatively bad neighborhood. So at that point, when you're when you're getting into a fight like this, this isn't the fucking movies, man. Like one of my older homies too, he goes, dude, if you go into a fight and people are trying to hurt you, you need to go in like you're trying to kill them yeah. because they don't give a fuck about you. So you're trying to do this whole thing of like, yeah, I, I'm a man. I throw down with my fist. Fuck that That's, shit. No. That's how you die. Two on one. Yep. Use anything and everything because it's survival at that yeah. point. So I, it's weird. People, like, people have died from just getting jumped. Yeah. They get head smashed, head kicked, all that. He's lucky he all he got was like a fat lip. Like nothing yeah, else happened damn, to him. They, they weren't down. I mean, it looked like pretty bad outside, but he had enough energy to run back in and and, and get fucked up again. So <laughs> he was lucky because they just, you know, they popped him a few times, stepped on his head, and they just walked away. Damn. They didn't make sure that he was down and out. So I think they kind of got their anger out. They're like, fuck this loser. And they went yeah. back inside. And then all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> and they try to do the Superman punch. I'll in the get face. you. Ah, you're alone now. And they're like, what the fuck? I, I, I remember getting myself into situations where I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to fight. Now I got to fight. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I didn't even want to. What, what happened? You know why? Because there's always a, a homie that fucking starts some shit. And it's yeah. like, oh, fuck, I guess I have to get down. That's one. Or like if someone saw me get disrespected and then always, this always got me in high school. You going to let them do that to you, dog? I guess not. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's like, yo, why'd you say that out loud, fool? Man, I had this one guy. (laughs) He was like, ching, chang, chong, ching, chang, chong. And I was like, fuck, that's fucked up, man. And then they looked, and this other guy was like, you gonna let him say that to you, dog? Oh, no. Oh, shit, man. I wouldn't let him say that to me. And then all these people started 
gathering around. I'm like, oh, fuck you, man. They're like, what you going to do about it? And I just popped him in his fucking face. And he stopped. And he held his mouth. And he ran into the fucking special boy building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fucking remember. This yeah, I remember. You fucking yeah. stopped and mentally challenged him. Yeah. I didn't know he was fucked oh, up. I like, I didn't know. I had no idea. Talk. That must have been the shock of your life. It like, was. Because <laughs> I'm all like, dude, it was like. It was like, <laughs> ching chong, ching chong. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's fucking racist, dude. Fuck this guy. And then like this one guy's egging it on. You gonna let him say that shit to you, man? You gonna let him say that shit? And everyone's like, ooh, it's fight, fight. And I'm all like, man, fuck you. And I pushed him. And he was like, man, fuck you. And he pushed me. He's like, ching, ching, chong, ching, ching, ching. And I just said, fuck it. And I just popped him in his face. And they were like, ooh. And then they're trying to get to him. Like, you gonna let him do that? You go, what's up, bro? Like, what's up? And he just stared at me and he held his mouth and he ran and ran straight to the special building, dude. <laughs> he ran straight inside. Did everybody else know that he was a special kid? I think everyone was like, wait, what? And then they saw him running. <laughs> and then I think it, everyone just, because no one gets into a fight, gets popped, and just holds their face like this and stops. Yeah. And with his mouth wide fucking open. And then immediately runs straight into the special class. And everyone looks at each other and they're like, oh, he's special, dog. He's special. And I was like, fuck. That's like one of those weird situations where either way you would have lost. Because it's like either one, you either suck the mentally challenged kid or you got punked by the mentally challenged kid. Exactly. It's a lose-lose situation. What was I supposed to do? I didn't know he was mentally challenged. That's the same shit that... It didn't happen to me like that, but I remember... um, He didn't even... Yeah, he just looked like a guy that was being mean and racist. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. When I was in seventh grade, um, I went to this uh, junior high school called James Rudder and next to my... uh, algebra class there was the spe- special ed class was right across um i was going to the bathroom and when i came out i mean i remember this shit like it was yesterday because uh it reminded me of like a of like a like a zombie situation so i'm coming out the bathroom i'm about to go to class and i see one of these like mentally challenged kids i think that's the pc term um but he looks at me <laughs> and i shit you fucking not he just starts screaming and starts <gasps> running at me full oh, blast. Oh, shit. And so I'm sitting there, and I remember the first thing that I thought was, I got a couple of options. Number one, I'm either going to have to run away from this mentally challenged kid and be known <laughs> as the bitch that ran away from a mentally challenged kid. I would ran. Or two, I would ran. Or two, I'm going to have to knock out this motherfucker. <laughs> clothesline his ass. Like, fucking sock this mentally oh, challenged shit. kid and be the, known as the dude that beat up a mentally challenged kid. So what did you do? So I got fucking lucky because when I came out the bathroom... <laughs> There was one of the uh, the on-campus security that was there. And right when he's about to run through, I'm like, oh, shit, I froze. The guy fucking grabbed the kid. Oh, last like, minute. I was going to You're kick him in his stomach. Oh. I was going to taekwondo back straight kick him in the gut. You had to do it with style, too. What <laughs> the fuck? I had, to, I had to fucking wind up and just kick this motherfucker out the way. Why taekwondo style? I don't know. That's, that's, you could have done you could have done so many things, like grabbed him. No, like I was gonna fucking kick the shit out of him, dude. Because the only thing I was thinking about is like, yo, everybody, all my homies are gonna make fun of me for running away from this kid, like from running away from yeah. the fucking. See, you challenge. do stupid shit when you're a kid for pride. Exactly, you do stupid fucking shit, man. And that's what I'm saying is like, if this dude's like 18, oh man, I I can't say shit because I did stupid fucking shit. 
Yeah, and so I probably would too if I if my pride would still was hurt because we're also holding. <laughs> I think when people look at him too, they're kind of holding him up to, like I said, everybody's responsible for the things that they've done. But if I see a young person do some shit like that, I'm like, that's some young stupid shit. Yeah, it's not to excuse his behavior, but everybody's like, oh, I look up to you. It's like, why do you? That's your fault. You look up to a guy that talks to fucking deer and goes, Canela, yeah. and then he like cleans up beaches here and there, bitch. That's what I'm saying. That's what every fucking blonde white surfer does. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you know, what is his fucking real name? Let me look up his real name. Brother Nature? Yeah. Brother. I didn't know he was still relevant or he was around. I, I, yeah, his, shit's, his Instagram and other shit's popping. That's why it, it always blows my mind when people are like, oh, these guys are role models. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> what? Uh, I what don't the know. Fuck? <laughs> Calvin Pena is his name. <clears throat> oh, Calvin Pena. Deer Squad. He likes to feed the deer? I guess so. I know there's a video of me getting jumped. Everyone in the pizza shop literally just watched with their phones out and did nothing. That's what he. That's what he tweeted when he got when that video came out. Stupid. Because so you, they were probably watching you like you deserved it. You exactly. fucker. Exactly. Everybody was eating and relaxing, and you had to start some shit. Ain't that some fucking funny shit? I think his problem is that he took the moral high ground. Yeah. He put out that thing like everybody is, uh, uh, the fucking losers just watch me get beat up. It's like I'm, I'm so famous, but no one came to my rescue. It's like maybe you shouldn't have pointed at people and said dead, dead. That's so fuck. Exactly. Who says dead man, dead man? But once you say dead man, that means you're you threatened to kill them. Yeah. I was like, bro, you're lucky you you got out alive. Yeah. What did this ain't the fuck? This ain't a fucking joke. That's what I'm saying. Like I think these fools watch these young kids. They watch a lot of. You know, TV and yeah. they watch all the shit. They they got all this bravado about them. Yeah. But if you fuck with the wrong person, the wrong neighbor, you say dead man, they're gonna fucking blast you, bro. Yeah. You got lucky. That's like it, I'm gonna get you before you get me. And this shit was in Miami too. I don't. You know, Miami's oh. fucking crazy. He's lucky. There's a lot the of summer. coke there. <laughs> I know. Coke and alligators and big butts. That's fucking crazy, man. Some of you young cats do. I think they have really good strip clubs there, guys. You guys should just go <laughs> and get a lap dance, relax, grab a butt or something if you're allowed to. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that Booty does to a man that relaxes him but, or <laughs> excites him, but always in a great way, not in a nonviolent way. I always believe uh, let's let's just try to keep things peaceful. Because I don't like to get angry. This podcast is brought to you by StoryWorth. Man, I love family. Uh, family is something that's very important to me. And having things like memorabilia to remember them by and to really get to know them is is something that's just near and dear to my heart. I think that as technology progresses, a lot of the new technology that's coming out is kind of like – taking us away from developing strong relationship and ties with family. Well, StoryWorth actually does the opposite of that. There's, it really kind of connects you to your family and gives them a really great gift. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me tell you a little bit about what StoryWorth is. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones tell the story of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. So every week, uh, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts, questions like you probably wouldn't ask, like, you know, like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done? And after one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. 
Now, there's a lot of stuff that you just don't know that StoryWorth uh, will uncover. So this data collects and that that dope keepsake book is something that you keep as a family memorabilia, which I really do enjoy. I think anything that kind of works with like tech and also on top of that um, with family is something that I like because I think that a lot of people are going away from that. And StoryWorth really does a great job of answering or asking the right questions that gets you to know your family members better and connects words and stories with with, with photos that gives you this 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 warmth in, in a gift that you get. Like it, 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 you're going to get something that's going to surprise you at the end. And that's why I, I just love it. So preserve and pass on memories with StoryWorth, the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash geniusbrain and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash geniusbrain for $20 off. Once again, sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash geniusbrain and you'll get $20 off your first purchase today. That's storyworth.com slash geniusbrain for $20 off. That's so fucking funny too. And the funny, I, I even forgot in the video, he actually told him to come outside. So he told him to come out and fight outside. He's the one that in, in, in instigated that. Yeah, he told I him to come outside. I don't get people that do that, man. Like when you start shit, because see, I get like biting off more than you can chew, right? Like yeah. I get that, like I done that shit a million times where I'm like, oh, fuck, bro. Yeah, like, like I wasn't I gotta, ready for this. Well, fuck it. I got to do it now, you know, like whatever. Um, but at the end of it, I take my fucking beating like a G. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck it. I lost. When Move I, on. Like, I think it's even more embarrassing to get beat and be like, that's right, bitch. I fucked you three up. And it's like, <laughs> you're on the floor. What are you talking about? Yeah. There's a lot of people who do that shit. Yeah. Or like, they go, you ain't going to do nothing. It's like, you started it, you fucking moron. <laughs> When I, um, Mariel and I, I think I told this on the podcast before, but Mariel and I had this uh, one situation where it was the first time she actually ever seen me like angry enough to hit somebody before. And it's because when I was driving, um, there was a couple of, of reasons why I got so angry. Number one, um, I was already having the worst fucking month of my life. I just dipped like $10,000 into this like Korean short that did not do well. Like this whole fucking thing. But I was driving and <clears throat> when I was driving, I was talking to my mom on the phone and this guy cuts me off and almost like veers me off the road and I'm really whatever, but I just like, fuck you. I give him the finger and I kind of move on. So the guy comes up and he rolls down and I just hear this beep, beep, like honking behind me. And then when he pulls up to the side, he's holding his horn or whatever. And, you know, he's like, roll down your window, roll down your window. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, and I roll down my window and I'm really calm at this point. And uh, Mario was right next to me and I go, I was like, what's up? Right. He goes, fucking pull over right now so I can beat your fucking ass or something along that line. Yeah. And I just remember, I just like, that was the first time Mariel actually saw me get angry. And I was wow. like, what? He goes, I'm gonna fuck you up. And I looked at him, I went, Bee! I don't know what the fuck I said, but it just went from regular David to Sacramento 18-year-old David, you know, just fucking cursing, you know, dropping whatever I was saying. And the dude was like, oh shit. He like started freaking out a little bit because, you know, I think and like, he's the one that wanted to fight. Exactly. Wow. So that started getting me even more angry. And I remember I was like, hold on a second. And like all this, like when I look back at it now, all this old anger when I was younger started popping up. Wow. Right. It's like you thought you could do that to me because, number one, I'm an Asian dude with glasses. So you You're thought I was some, and I'm in this car. Yeah. So you thought I was a little bitch because you see this Asian dude with some fucking glasses. So you're you're going to try to pick on me. But then when he heard me speak and get loud and I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah. And so it got to the point where I started chasing him. 
yeah, all the way all around. Oh my and god! And then I started slamming my brakes, and his window was still down. I'm like, "What? Where the fuck are you going? You told me to pull over. Let's yeah. fucking go!" And so eventually, what happened was he he split into another intersection and he bounced and he left. So I was so fucking mad because I didn't even get to fuck him up. Yeah, because he was asking to throw down, and I just remember at that moment. What so, a bitch! What a fucking bitch! Because he threatened me. He yeah. said he wanted me to pull over. So I, I was like, "Well, let's fucking go." And so I remember Mariel was like, "You need to calm down." She was super disappointed. Oh yeah, she was. It was more like, <laughs> isn't it funny when girlfriends don't go like, "Man, you're such a man." They look at you and they go, "You yeah. child." She. I felt terrible because you know she grew up in a very you know nice area. She don't even know what that is. She don't know what that shit is, and so she never heard me speak like that. Yeah. She never heard me get that angry before. Yeah, and I think like she was scared. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like I forget that there's somebody else important next to me. And so I had to like calm my fucking ego down and be like, yeah, what the fuck was I doing? Like I was going to fucking go crazy. And then she, she asked me later on, what were you thinking during that time? And I was, I was thinking that I was going to get him, that I was going to pull over first and he was going to pull over after. And right when he comes out the door, I was going to run up and slam the fucking door on his head <laughs> or his legs until his fucking leg came off. Because that's the only way you could do it. Because uh-huh. you know, I don't know how big he is. I don't know yeah. anything else. And so at the time, too, I always had like a bat and a, yeah. and a baseball glove and some, you know, it makes it look like I play baseball, but I just have a bat in there. It's just for the bat. So I'm just going to fucking start smashing his fucking car to pieces. But she uh, she kind of like got me out of that headspace. And I haven't had like an episode since. And that was like mm. four years ago. Did you know the difference between like dating um, like a violent girl versus dating like a good girl or whatever? They egg you on. <laughs> So the violent girl will jump out the car with you (laughs) and fuck that motherfucker up. She might even be the one that's like trying to jump through the window and you got to fucking pull her back by the (laughs) G-string. You know who the fuck my man is for? My man's going to fuck you up. And I'm in the back like, no, I'm not. You didn't ask me. They're the ones pulling out a fucking knife in their purse and start. (laughs) But then the good girl will be like, you made me feel unsafe. I know, and that's that's what it's like. Th- what I was trying to protect you. Exactly, there was We're, nothing to protect. I was trying to protect my pride. Yeah, what it was. It was like there's you made me feel unsafe. Yeah, it made me feel like oh, this fucking white guy thinks he could talk to this Asian mm. dude, however the fuck he wants. I'm gonna fuck this fool up, and that's all I could think about. Yeah. Now, mind you, if he was like now this other time where I was on the road and uh, I didn't, I wasn't mad or anything, but basically they cut me off and yeah. they got mad at me and it was a bunch of fucking cholos. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what's up, fool? Right? And you could tell the dude was like pretending yeah. to reach for some shit. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just went, damn. That fool would have fucking You fucking him. went, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was like, he's like, I was so sorry. It's a my fault. I suggest to come here. Fuck. That's like also knowing when to fucking back down too. It's a bunch of dudes it's a bunch of fucking cholos tatted up from the fucking neck down. And he's like reaching down like this. Am I going to get mad and be like, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. Hell fucking no. But if I see this man in a fucking Chrysler 300, <laughs> white dude, you know, trying to fucking stand me. I think it was a Bentley, but it looked like a, it might have been a Bentley. But it was something, it was something yeah. along the lines of him driving something nicer than me. Being a white guy talking to me like that, thinking that he could fuck me mm-hmm. up. That made me really, really upset. That kind of. And today, like, there's cameras, there's, you don't know who's armed, you don't know, it's just different, man. He could have had a gun, too, he could have killed me. Yeah. Doesn't mean shit. Just not worth it no more. Yeah, man. I think the only time I want to go ham is my life's in danger or someone's life is in danger. Yeah. Or, like, let's say, like, oh, I saw this one footage, right? This shit fucking creep me the fuck out, dude. Shit, 
I it's like burned into my mind, but it was like a inside edition video and like this uh there's there's door footage of an actual kidnapping going down. Like no shit. A guy just grabs this mom and daughter, eight-year-old daughter, right? This man grabs the daughter and they have a fucking tug of war over the daughter. And then like it was caught on a nest of an of like some people walking across the street and he manages to get her in the fucking car later uh you know there's body cam footage of police actually finding the car and then like it was kind of later in, in the night but they go to the hotel they fucking bust the door open they pull the bad guy out he's fucking butt ass naked and the girl the little girl's naked too and they they found her in a laundry basket or some shit so something oh. happened to her fucking unfortunately right but they found her but i'm like that's some crazy fucking shit, shit really happens it's crazy yeah i mean like it, it we just never see it on camera but like all those things they it does happen right like people pull up with fucking rape vans and pull people in and shit Motherfucker, how horny are you for kid pussy that you just run up right. and, and grab a child from a from a mother's hand right from broad daylight and for me I can't wait till the day that I witness that and I <laughs> ram my fucking car into this motherfucker. Well, if I do that, I might ram the kid and the mom too, you know, but that's crazy. But if it's like, let's say a kid in the car and I'll fucking slam my car, I'll fucking pull that motherfucker out, kill him with my bare hands, you know, and then it's okay to be violent at that time. It's a different situation. And people go, you're a hero. But I'm just like, nah, I just wanted to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, Joe, and Bart used to get sometimes we would get hyped up because when there's an Amber Alert, yeah. we used to have like fantasies like, okay, dude, if there's an Amber Alert and we find this motherfucker, yeah. the first thing we do is call each other up so we yeah. can do something about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> because it gets exciting, right? But it, it, it's like there are so many ugly things that happen like that. Dude, one, um, I have a friend that, that was actually almost kidnapped, kidnapped. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was waiting for the bus at a bus stop late at night and um this was like Boyle Heights area or whatever yeah and then fucking she says that a van like a rape van just rolled up like those fucking big ass cargo vans right and then um a guy was like asking her hey do you know how to get it whatever what and as she was talking the fucking van door opened and a bunch of dudes bumped like just ran out and started trying to pull her inside what the fuck yeah and then she was just fucking fighting and fighting and screaming and going fucking crazy right and then the bus came and stopped in front of all that shit so then they fucking kicked her out of the car closed the door and then drove off <gasps> yeah that's fucking crazy i don't talk man. to her no more but dude she 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 did she had her family just like left that area real quick Dude, man, when these bad areas are like that, it's that's what we were just talking about on the podcast where it's like, I always tell, I don't always tell, but I've, I've said this before. It's like, it's sad that that's the type of world that we live in, you yeah. know? And so when there's like conversations sometimes, and a lot of guys are very poor at, at like phrasing these words, but it's like, when you're in a bad area and you're by yourself and you're a woman, it's a very dangerous place to be. You know, oh and, yeah, man. You know, and it's like, well, what do you think women are weak? It's like, no, motherfucker. It's because it's a bad area, and they prey on women like that. Damn, you know, like that's that's not the conversation or the intent 
But, you know, it's just like I see that sometimes. I get fucking scared for women, man. That's like I get scared for Mariel sometimes because she's such a sweet, sweet they girl. They don't know. They don't fucking know. That's why, dude, I'm a GPS the fuck out of my family. <laughs> He's like, wear this sh- at all times. Yeah. No, microchip them. <laughs> fucking <laughs> put it in the know. bottom. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to even know. Fuck that. It's like, where'd you microchip me? It's in your fucking ass, you dumbass. Dude, imagine how lucky you'd feel if you had a fucking Amber Alert microchip GPS on your damn thigh and you slap that motherfucker when you get kidnapped and you're like jokes on you fucker you better fucking come quick because the police is coming right now dude if i if i ever have a kid dude if a daughter i'm gonna make her really fat and ugly so nobody wants to kidnap her they're just gonna be like but ugly kids get fucking kidnapped it's like looks don't don't matter man kid pussy yeah that shit's dangerous that's crazy they got no standards huh nah dude i think for them it's a power trip because they're very small people so they need weird, to feel man. big and they, they need to like take like, over people. Like you wouldn't even do that to like a dog on the streets. Like you would nah. just run up and just snatch snatch him up, but you would do that to like a young kid. Like that's yeah. so fucking crazy. And that, this was in um Dallas Fort Worth. <gasps> yeah, Texas. Crazy shit. In a place with all those guns too. Motherfuckers bold, huh? That's true, man. Somebody would have fucking shot him. Blasted down. him. Yeah. No, that lady should have had a firearm. She could have blasted him. I know, up. dude. Imagine. Dude, I would have fucking rained bullets like a motherfucker. I bet you the footage, the CCC, the CCTV footage of you would have been in slow of you smiling like, yes. It's a time, bitches. It's you fucking capping motherfuckers oh, doing dude. a ninja roll into a bush. Just blah, 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 blah. You know the Chris Hansen 2020 shit? Oh, dude, that show's so funny, dude. Imagine having that, but like you have a button and then when the molester comes in, you have the little kid hit that button. And then the whole house goes doo, 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 fucking locks up like it's a uh, like it's purge. But then now you're stuck in the house. Dude, I always wanted to do something too. where <laughs> I know this is such a dumb thing. But when I was younger, I used to draw like all this weird shit. Like it would be like a car with 4000 rockets yeah. on it and machine guns. You know, when <laughs> yeah, you're a kid, yeah, you're yeah. I got that shit, dude. So I, <laughs> I got to find those pictures, but I have some of them back in my house. But I also had drew this other thing where. When people would, you know, fuck with my parents in the store, I, I drew this contraption where a cage would come down. So the door would lock, a cage would come down, and then fucking spikes would go inside. That's some Home Alone shit, dude. A fucking morbid ass child. Fucking I'm like medieval times. I'm like, if I ever get to own this black beauty's blast door, I would fucking rig it with fucking booby traps. Anybody tries to rob my parents, I'm gonna just fucking put a cage on them, like motherfuckers, and wait till the cops come. What are you counting Dracula and shit? <laughs> I like, know, I don't fucking... know, man. Just think about some crazy shit. <laughs> Vladimir. Yeah. <laughs> so the fucking next topic that people want us to talk about since we moved on from Brother Nature or, or Kevin Pena. Uh, yeah. Cut that fucking thug shit out, man. Just be a good guy. Um, so H3H3, right? Which, by the way, this guy is hilarious. I think this guy's fucking funny, man. Yeah. Uh, Ethan is fucking funny, Ethan dude. Ethan Klein. That's yeah. his name. And his wife plays like counterparts him really well, she too. She balances him really well. Yeah. He, he like... Dude, he talks shits in the funniest fucking way, man. I, yeah. I, I love this guy, dude. I, I think his shit's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But um, the way he kind of like breaks things down, it's a lot of work on his part, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like a lot of thought and work. So when I see his stuff, people are like, oh, anybody can do it. No, you can't because he actually does his research. Yeah. So before he does like these videos where he's clowning on somebody, he he has like the knowledge and the information behind it. I don't really do that. I just kind of clown on people. But Are you talking about because now he has his podcast. Like his videos back in the day. Oh, those were good. Those when he's roasting people, funny. Yeah, those were pretty good. And he had like evidence stacked on people, mm-hmm. so it was really dope. Um, but he recently got flamed for. Uh, I guess he made some 
comments about the K-pop community, specifically like <laughs> K-pop fandom. Uh, and, these days, you can't say nothing negative about K-pop. Which is so weird, right? Because I guess what he said, too, was along the lines of he doesn't understand how, you know, how Western people find this, like these guys attractive or whatever, or this whole situation, you know, whatever, whatnot, right? Yeah. Which, in my opinion, he's allowed to have that fucking opinion. Like, what he is. is what, yeah. what's, what's wrong with him not understanding why... Uh, music from a foreign language with words they don't understand yeah right would be more popular and charting in this country than it would in korea yeah like it's it's a it's a weird phenomenon it is like i i I get it you know what i mean but i guess you know he's making jokes about it he's a comic like he makes fucking jokes about it and you know k-pop people they get so fucking mad they're like oh my god i can't believe that you he's like i'm sorry that you don't think that asian men can be attractive he didn't say that Mm. he didn't say that at all what are you fuck? I'm Korean, dude. I love Korean music. Like I don't, I don't understand the fandom behind it. Do you know what he said exactly? That's it was along those lines. Um, it's probably nothing bad. No, they it just really blow. Wasn't. They just blow that shit up. Yeah, but I also feel like K-pop fans are like unique. Yeah, it's like all the fans are madly in love with the people that they love listening to. So they they're gonna def- f- they're yeah. gonna defend their honey. You know what I mean? Like you don't talk to their boyfriend that way. Yeah. You talk to their boyfriend that way, that way you're going to get murdered. You know what I mean? Like they're all having relationships with their with the people that they fucking watch. Yeah. It's like, so, first of all, if I, if I could just like put this out, I mean, I think for them, they're like, yeah, it's because their music helped, you know, help me through all these problems and or whatever, whatnot. You know, I, I will say this. Just come back down to reality for a second. I'm really glad that that music can help you out a lot. But number one. They're not your property, like these K-pop people. Number two, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give but, two. But David, they're 14 years old and in love. They're you don't your... fuck with a 14-year-old that's in love. Sad thing. I think they're older than that, though. Are you serious? Yeah, they're older Okay, than they're that. 16 and in love. <laughs> All right? You don't fuck with a 16-year-old girl that's madly in love with their number one artist. You don't tell her anything it's, negative. It's weird, too, because they, they like... We there's so much information and knowledge out there that you should be able to understand who these K-pop people are, right? They're like they're such amazing artists. They do this and that, this and that. It's like they're they, all manufactured, manufactured <laughs> yeah. as fuck. And you're like, well, how do you fucking know, David? Blah 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 blah. It's like I am in the entertainment industry. I know <laughs> we OG, know we know K-pop people. We know K-pop people like stars, OG, yeah, stars and OG K-pop people. And yeah. they've we've had conversations about this. They They're, work back behind the scenes. They do dance. They work with them, the stars, everybody. You, yeah. Like, why do you think they these K-pop people have to open up restaurants? They have to make their money elsewhere because they have 360 deals. They are owned by these fucking yep. companies, except for a few people there who are writers and stuff. Like, they they kind of made and paved their own way, with, which is a very small select few. But you know that there's fucking, like, K-pop rap hagwans. You know, which is like those uh, study halls. There's K-pop rap hagwans. There's K-pop K-pop hagwans. It's it's they're K-pop factories. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking factories, man. Yeah. and this is what's fed to you twenty four fucking seven. I'm not saying that you shouldn't like your things, but it's so weird how how like these people are gods to you. Like in what fucking way? There was recently a huge scandal where a bunch of these K-pop guys they were having like sex rings, like like prostitution rings. I would too if I had that many. <laughs> girls just throwing themselves at me and it's funny too because even <laughs> just kidding. I, I will say this i too, can't even though. do it i will say this though like the funny fucking thing too is like the same people who are such hardcore k-pop fans and you know we could have this conversation where we say stuff like well i'm not one of them it's like cool you're not then you shouldn't speak about this so the same people who really love these k-pop people like 
this whole crazy K-pop fandom started from Korea. Like Korean people were, were like this. I just didn't think that people in the West would have taken these toxic behaviors. Because oh. in Korea, if if a K-pop star, like I remember there was this one band member band member from this band called H.O.T. He, he if they found out that he was dating somebody, they started sending that girl death threats and death letters, and they were sending him letters that they were going to kill themselves if they don't break up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These girls are have they have relationships. They're with- fucking crazy. Yeah. In their mind. In their mind. They're in love. That's why you can't fuck with a girl in love, man. <laughs> it's cr- like I was shocked because that's a whole army. You I know was what I mean? like, these fucking little K-pop netizens like in Korea, yeah. I thought they were psychopaths. And then for some reason, that negative culture transferred over to the West. Because you can't, because love makes people crazy, Dave. That's fucking insane, They're in man. love, man. And they're like, oh my God, they're so perfect. I was like, which one? The one that was fucking prostitutes and then uh, selling women on the side? Is, is, <laughs> is he perfect too? Or, or what about the fact that some of these like K-pop fans... Because when they don't do something that you like, you start sending them death threats. There have been like three or four major suicides of K-pop people because of comments. Yeah, in recent years. Yeah, in this this year alone, yeah. there was some. There was there was a I forgot who she was, but she committed suicide. And there was another K-pop star who was her best friend. She also committed suicide yeah. as well. I mean, you guys could probably put who those who those girls are. Um, and there was another guy. It who was committed Amber's suicide. homie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another guy committed suicide, too. And it's like, it's funny how you think that the culture that you're developing is supporting these people, but that's only when it benefits you and makes you feel good. But the moment they do something outside of what you do, because not only are they property to the company that owns them and owns all their music, they're also your fucking property now, too. Because if they don't do what you want, you go on these comments, you call them trash, you tell them they're fucking ugly, that they'll never be popular again, and they commit suicide, and then you cry about it. It's like, dude, this is like the worst, worst culture I've ever seen in my life. It's so terrible. That's how crazy a 12-year-old girl's emotions are. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not even girls, it's boys too, bro. Which is fucking crazy, man. And this dude, Ethan, what I like about him, he doesn't back down. He didn't say anything wrong. And he's not going to put out a a public apology. Good. Don't. Don't fucking do it. This is what he just tweeted uh, at 4.45 today. I do not want him to ever apologize for shit like that. He says, my message to K-pop fans, lighten up, nerds. (laughs) That's tight. <laughs> if you can't handle your hobby being made fun of a little bit, then you are really just a bunch of little girls jerking off the K-pop boys. <laughs> exactly. It's really what it is. Uh, here's another thing. He goes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, people think, they're oh, we're going to cancel Ethan. But uh, it's at the end of the day, like, you can't cancel what you don't consume. Exactly. How are you going to f- cancel that shit, like, if his own fans won't cancel him? Exactly, it's not his fans. No, so like they example, try to fucking cancel us. I'm like, Shh, go ahead, fool. <laughs> you num- can't cancel me when you don't even buy my shit, dude. Number five on Twitter trending was H three H three is over party. That's wow. how strong their fandom is. And this fool tweeted back. He goes, number five trending, y'all. We're canceled. LOL. <laughs> and he just puts a bunch of crying faces. Oh, dude, like he- it, it it didn't even dent, make a dent, and it didn't even affect his shit. It might even be giving him more fans now. Of course, he doesn't give a fuck, dude. The opposite is happening. Maybe that's so genius. Maybe we should talk shit about K-pop and then we'll get more fans. Maybe. The funny thing is, is I, I, I like I love Korean music, man. There's yeah. a lot of like I grew up on a lot of these bands and I, I'm not really like current with some of these new bands that all these other kids like because it's like young pop shit. I don't I don't like that music. But there's um yeah, I used to listen to groups called like H O T, G O D, like Finkel. That's the S- old school. Yeah, S E S. Like uh, a DJ Doc. Yeah, DJ, DJ Doc, DJ yeah. Doc dude, like Chinushan, Flight of the Sky, shout out to the homie Brian. 
Um, and there's a lot of like people like it, it's cool because I actually got to meet some of these people who I idolized when I was younger, and you know we, we become peers now. Korean pop has evolved so much though. For like, sure, it's man, it's good. Like it's it's good fucking music. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a like a, a hip hop group called Epic High who I think is fucking dope. They're fucking amazing, man. Like. Um, it's just, it's just the fandom part is so weird. It's like you, you can't take. Why do people have to like it? I don't understand. Why can't they not like it? They're like, well, you don't. They take one criticism of it and they make it personal. They go, you don't like it. That means you don't think Asian guys can be attractive. It's like, what? Who the fuck said that? I just think it's weird that all of them look like ghosts and they have pink lips. Yeah, I mean, in by Western male beauty standards, right? It's not. It's difficult it's for difficult. them to understand because. When they see them, they see them as like women. Yeah. It's pretty boys. They're very pretty. They're prettier than the pretty boys here. Yeah. So that's why I think it's difficult for them to understand why, you know, Western women and Western women is not white women. It's Western culture, right? So you could be like Latina, black, whatever, but they all find this new look attractive. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, shit, better for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't look like them because yeah. I don't have the boyish, pretty boy looks, but yeah, fuck, fetishize me. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> but, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, um, that is kind of cool that, that there's this diverse look of guys, you know, you got your more masculine, rugged guy, you got your nerdy guy, because nerd's cool too now, yeah. you know, you know, like, and then you got your pretty boys and whatever. And it's going to keep evolving and changing because people get bored of looks. That's what that's what they don't understand. If you see like every 10 years, the the ideal woman, right? Like back in the 90s or the 80s, like it was big boobs and flat butts. Yeah. And now it's like big butts. Yeah. You the know, standard like, of beauty always changes. It just keeps changing. And in the shape of the face, the how they do their makeup or whatever. And then guys too, right? It's just over time like things are just going to keep shifting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of odd where like, I, I just never understood it. Even when I was younger, like the, the, the type, just like how angry people are. It's like, why are you so angry that they don't, <laughs> why are these fans so fucking angry, dude? Like, I don't get it. It's, it's like Eminem fans times 3000. You know what I mean? Or like, or, or Beyonce fans times 10 million. I, I mean, at the same time too, I didn't even know why the Asian, like I see, like for me, I like Asian American look, right? Yeah. Like I like Asian American girls, like their style, whatever, more than I do Asian girls from Asia. Because I think Asian girls from Asia, their style, it looks too childish. Like it's too younger. Yeah, it's, it's just not our thing. We don't like it. No, but that's to them it's cute, right? Yeah. But I like also sex appeal and they might have it, but it's not I don't know, it's not Western, right? Yeah. So I feel like that that's kind of the same with the guys out there, right? Like girls that might like Asian guys, like that are non-Asian or whatever, they, they might look at them and be like, oh, I don't know. Like this is kind of different. Yep. I'm not used to it. But it's all about taste. So out in Asia, I'm even confused because like their idea of masculinity, their idea of what a good looking man is, it's different. Because mm -hmm. it was our parents' generation that liked handsome men. Handsome as in like more rugged, chiseled jawline, like kind of like yeah. a little bit buffer or like and more 
I don't know, like a traditional idea of what a masculine dude is. That's more Western, maybe, right? And now it's more like pretty boys and tall, skinny, pretty boys and 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 more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, yeah, because I feel like what my parents thought was attractive would go in line with Asian Americans finding the same things attractive. Mm, I can kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 the because even for oh, I was just talking about this with uh Mariel's best friend. So she she kind of like um she had this uh this revelation of not too long ago about how sometimes she could be really harsh about you know where she is in her life in terms of fitness mm-hmm. and it's because and I was kind of telling her a lot of the stuff that you, her and Mariel didn't like about their bodies is actually what we in my area in Sacramento, that's the shit that we like about girls, you know, curvy women. Yeah. Like when they're curvy, they got ass, they got legs. Because she was talking about like I had to accept the fact that I couldn't have a thigh gap. And I was like, what? why? Exactly. So, you know, but, you know, even even this type of shit, too, like even the type of girls that Jason Chen, like he finds really attractive. He likes really skinny, he likes like fobby looking girls. Yeah. He, yeah. Li- he likes the girls who just they look more Asian centric. They're very, very, very thin. He yeah. likes the girls with the thigh gap. Yeah. If he sees a thick girl, he doesn't think that they're attractive. He wants them to look like they're on the verge of death. Like That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like his shit. You know, I like. Yeah, I like meat. I like. Yeah. So, like, even for her, she came to real. She goes, yeah, I understand that. I'm just, that's not my body type that I'm not going to have a thigh gap. And in my mind, I was telling her, that's funny because in my area, if you had a thigh gap, ain't nobody find that shit attractive. They don't want thick chicks. They'll be like, I need to feed you. Yeah, it's like, we, we need a girl with some kind of meat on them. Yeah. Like, we need to grab some shit, right? And that's why, like, people's perception of beauty is, it's it's so different, right? And that's why it's okay for for when Ethan said, like, yo, like, I don't get this. It's okay for him not to get it, man. Yeah, it's not like he's saying that. They're ugly. They shouldn't get the girls. Exactly. He goes, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why this, like how, why Western, how this, how this got affected so much by, on Western. So he's more asking a question instead of like, yeah, this like, shouldn't happen. I'm not quoting So they took him it as like, they probably took it as like, they sh- this shouldn't happen. Yeah. Because I'm not quoting him exactly, but I do distinctly remember him saying that along the lines mm. of that, of him like, I don't understand how Western people can find this attractive, which makes sense because he's a Western I don't guy. need, but I'm, I don't understand it either. Exactly. I don't get it either. Because I'm a Western guy. Yeah. And so when I go to Asia, because um, even Asian American girls don't find that attractive. Yeah. But then like, I don't know, I, it, it goes into race and all that stuff too, because like, that we have Western beauty standards, yeah. but I also don't think that white women are always the best looking either. Yeah, or white men. I just think that the fashion, the style, the body type, um, that Western style, yeah, the mix of it is the best. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying, man. I just don't. I'll never understand why. I think everybody else within that music genre, if they, if like for example, let's say we said somebody came up to me, and goes, "Yeah, I don't really fuck with hip hop." I don't go, "What the fuck?" I'd be piece like, of "Shit." Well, great, you like to limit yourself. <laughs> you know, you just got to move on yeah. with it, right? Like, what the right. fuck? That means that's what I'm saying is they're probably all like 13 year olds, man. Like, because huh? when I was that age, you talk shit about my favorite movie. Fuck you, we ain't friends. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk shit about my favorite artist. Fuck you, we ain't friends. You know. And it might be a little bit same today, but then I won't. I won't get mad because I get tired because I'm old. I gotta read some of these like tweets and responses. Let's do for, it for some of the stuff that he said, just because I want people to get an understanding of how intense these motherfuckers are, dude. And it's the, you know what the funny thing is? It's from like the same accounts, dude. 
Oh, dude, there's there's some fuckers like that. They they come after me too. They still coming after me. Fuck them. Go to hell. Let me see you. I'll join you on this. Ethan Klein. See, look at this. Like, even this, it's it's so high and mighty. So all these accounts too that are responding to them aren't even pictures of their face. It's no. a picture of their favorite K-pop yeah, person. Yeah, their idol accounts. And it's it's so high and mighty. Like, see if you actually took the time to explore the world of K-pop. <laughs> Let me explore the... You would be ashamed of your words. Already? Disinterested. You would see the devotion and hard work of both the artists and the fans, which the the devotion, the, the hard work of the fans uh, uh, and the fans, which is amazing. You'd also see the love for one another between both parties, which is also beautiful. The, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> you mean this song that they didn't write or produce or choreograph? It's like, yes, they do. They had their name on it. That doesn't mean shit, dude. That doesn't mean shit. That this is obviously kids because they don't know how it works. Yeah. Although you clearly don't care, this love between fans and artists has helped many of us. It gave us a reason to love and feel like we're a part of something. If it gave us a reason to want to live, but you can't look past that because all you see are sad stereotypes. Even though I know you won't see this, I'm so highly disappointed. You've disrespected something that has both given me a reason and many others to live and to love. I just hope you someday change your mind, but it will most likely never be as you've already made these remarks. This fool wrote that face when K-pop stands are trying to take the moral high ground over a joke but are responsible for dozens of suicides of K-pop <laughs> idols because of their online abuse. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's hypocritical. Dude, this is fucking funny, man. <laughs> oh, man. And, and you know, also, too, like like I said, I, I'm a... I'm a I'm a Korean music fan. I, I love Korean music, you know, but I, I, I will never understand this type of behavior. This from, is for, fucking fun. For anything. And it, it just like if you're even when I'm a part of liking Korean music, I can't help but step back and laugh at the high and mighty responses of like I there's a lot of things that saves people lives, people's lives. Right. But the reaction that they get from not liking what they like isn't this isn't this it makes me wow. it makes me like it's like, yo, you, you make Korean, you're making Korean people look bad, dude. Dude, there's a Korean, um, jur- I think he's a journalist. He's, so he's verified and he wrote, why don't you just call them chinks and get it over with, Ethan? Here's why you can't imagine little girls and grown men drinking off to little K-pop boys. What the fuck? That because <laughs> what you the view fuck? Asian men as inferior to fine white specimens such as yourself. He says, this is why you can't imagine people jerking, like young kids jerking off the K-pop. What does that mean? That's disgusting. Why would you say that? No, he says that uh, Ethan said little girls and grown men jerking off to little K-pop boys. But I think the weird thing was how he phrased it. He goes, this is why you can't imagine it. It's like, you shouldn't imagine that shit, dude. What the fuck are you saying? Rephrase that sentence, dude. Well, he's, okay, so he he is a award-winning Rolling Stone Damn, dude. So he took it pretty personal too. J. Kim. Who's J. Kim? He's the he's the guy that wrote all that. Is he a K-pop guy? Uh I think he's a journalist. He's verified. Oh. Yeah. So he might he might just he's firing. He's mad. He's saying Ethan's a racist. Why is he racist though? I don't know. I don't know. But that was the first legitimate person I saw respond to him. Yeah. 
He's a, a actual journalist, you know. Maybe maybe we're not quoting him correctly because somebody wrote goes, like it would have been fine if you made fun of them for their music or performance or whatever, but you had to bring race into it and be super xenophobic and homophobic. And what's, uh, I guess because he might have maybe he called them gay or something. <laughs> he called them gay, maybe. Damn. I wonder if these kids even know what fucking xenophobia is. They're just using it. Yeah. Xenophobic. I forgot what what is xenophobic. I forgot that shit. What is that? So if you look up, well, let me not slaughter it for people. Yeah, we gotta look up the definition. Because if I say it and, and the verbiage is a little wrong, they're gonna fucking chew me up in the fucking comments. So xenophobia is the fear or hatred of that which is perceived to be foreign or strange. Oh. So xenophobia can involve perceptions of an in-group toward an out-group and can manifest itself in suspicion of the activities of others and a desire to eliminate their presence to secure a presumed purity and may relate to a fear of losing national, ethnic, or racial identity. Yeah. I guess that that fits. Yeah, that fits. But it's so funny, but I I don't think it does because he's not trying to like... Do you you see what I'm saying? Oh, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's not being xenophobic, but then like the percept if if the negative perception is true, it is xenophobic. Oh, got you. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's so interesting, man. It's crazy how out of hand this got. And like I said, man, everybody's entitled to, to their opinion. If they if they feel like his joke was really harsh, then you're allowed to feel that way. But I guess if I can side with them saying that he's racist, it's kind of like, duh, you won't understand. Because white guys had a hard time understanding uh, beauty standards outside of the Western world. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like the age old thing. Like the only standard isn't the own, the Western standard. And mm-hmm. it's like you're outdated fool because pretty much K-pop and, and, and beautiful Korean men and, and that trend has been going around for a fucking over a decade now. Mm. That shit's been around. I think I think he. I found out what he said. You found it? I don't like K-pop. I hate K-pop. I don't get BTS. K-pop? They look like they're just a bunch of... How did this become a thing in Western culture where all these grown men and little girls are jerking off to little K-pop boys? It's like a little <laughs> fetish. It's like a little twink gay fetish about these K-pop boys. Does Ian have an insight on K-pop? Ian, do you like K-pop? What do you think about BTS? I mean, I, I don't like it, but oh, I mean, wow. it's just pop. I don't know. It's just pop music. You know, but you I, like F-tier, pop. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the kind of the blend they do of like hip hop and then like and, really yeah. not that interesting pop music. I don't know. I, it's I not for me, it. but I, I, I see why people like it. I but I, do people like it ironically? Or? No. Because that's what I thought. No. Dude, people are crazy on Twitter. The K-pop fans, they... Well, it's so weird. All they do is post a GIF of their favorite, like, K-pop person dancing, and they go fucking crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure that somebody's going to try to assassinate me. Assassinate he already me. called he it. He called it out. Like, everybody's into this K-pop phenomenon, and I, I, I don't know. It's like, uh... I don't think it's everyone. Do you guys know... Yeah. So that's what he said. Yeah, so he did say... The twink gay fetish. Gay, is that the yeah. part that really pissed people off? I don't know. None of that sounded offensive to me, but I'm not a K-pop star. It just seemed like somebody who doesn't get get it, and that's okay. Yeah. And then he made a, a like, I, I mean, 
you know, you could take that and take it however you want, but it just seemed like a little. It didn't joke. hurt my feelings. It didn't hurt my feelings because I'm, I'm Asian and um, I'm sh- Korean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I love Korean music, so yeah. I, I didn't find that offensive. But I can't speak for everybody else. Like, I, I just, I guess what I don't like is that this, it just makes. I think it just makes Korean people look bad. And I but are know. the fans that are pissed Koreans though? They're they're, they're white people that fetishize Asian people. <laughs> I think so. Is that why they have the fucking idol accounts and they don't show their face because they're all whites pretending to be Korean? I honestly feel like, and they're all white people attacking this Jewish guy. Yeah, (laughs) the irony is fucking hilarious, dude. But a lot of these people who are attacking him are people who aren't Korean people. Oh, you know, because I think even Korean people like I get it why this fucking white Jewish fuck doesn't like this shit. It's not, it's not his thing. But then, you know, people in the States tend to have, you know, when it comes to like racial things, yeah. I guess this was a racial thing to them. You know, it was xenophobic. You know it what's was funny? homophobic as well. That um, like white uh, Jewish people are considered white now. Yeah. And they're not. They're not really, right? Or they weren't always in that category. Yeah. Jewish people were fucking hated by white people. Yeah. They were the one. If you guys don't know about the Holocaust. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> And they're not really considered like like purebred white, Mm-mm. you know. It's just, I mean, like in America though, when it's like, well, you do look like one of them compared to someone that's like dark or yeah. black or Latino, then they throw them in that white category. Man, race is just such a funny ass issue, dude. In in this country, it's real. It's such a hot fucking topic, dude. Man. I went back and forth with this one guy on Twitter because. He kept calling this Jewish person a white uh, white supremacist. Yeah. And I was like, by definition, he can't be a white supremacist because he's Jewish. Yeah. And he kept saying, like, well, look at his skin and this and that. And I'm like, no, like, look at the definition of white supremacy. Like, even in the doctrine, the number one most – did you know, like, if you think about Nazism or white supremacy, right, the number one group that they hate is actually Jewish people. It's not black. It's not Mexican. It's not Asian. The top, top people that they hate. Jews. It's Jewish. Yeah. So, but then this guy that I was going back and forth with, he didn't know his history. So he was calling this Jewish man uh, a white supremacist. And I was like, how the fucking irony? Like, how? And he goes, well, and then they, and then they, they backtracked and said, well, uh, even you know they could be a sympathizer, so you can be a black white supremacist. You could be oh, a whatever. God, I hate when people do that, dude. It's like, and then so if you're helping their cause, then you're a white supremacist. Oh, and I'm like, God, so dude. I can be one. You're and a what fucking what the fuck, dude? That's so fucking stupid, dude, man. You're a fucking gook supremacist, dude. I know you fucking gook supremacist. I hate your guts. <laughs> Bart, Just... Bart was like, "Hey, man, we should be Asian supremacists." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, cause, cause this is back in high school, not um, like college and shit. He's like, we got to be like Asian supremacists, and I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, when you walk into a room, you got to feel superior than everybody. I'm all like, <laughs> Bart. Bart says some of the fucking funniest shit. Like the Bart that was. <clears throat> this is why I believe a lot of people can change for the better. You hear all these fucking Bart stories, and you see who the man that he turned out to be now. It's it, you would have never guessed. Night and fucking day. This yeah. one once told me this story that. Him and you know your guy's buddy Alec. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it was Ryan. Yeah. It was Ryan. They went. They fucking wanted to go spear fishing, so they they couldn't go fishing. So they bought a bunch of dead fish 
from the fit supermarket. Yeah. They threw it into his pool, yeah. got some spear guns, yep. and started blasting these dead fish to the pool just turned fucking red. Yep. Yep. And they were chipping the swimming pool. Yep. And the mom comes out and flips the fuck out. I'm yeah. like, what made you think that was a good fucking idea? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? They do some stupid shit, dude. And I'm like, oh, God, dude. Now, now, now I understand. Now, now I get it, dude. Let's buy some fish at the market and spear them. <laughs> they started spear fishing in a pool. And now they now they have to dump all that water out and then put <laughs> fix the pool. <laughs> oh my god, dude! So people can change. Listen, <sighs> before I get fucking roasted by K-pop fans, number one, I'm fucking Korean. I've been listening to Korean music before you have. Before you're you were gonna even get a... roasted by all these white kids that are trying to speak in behalf of Koreans. Yeah, you fucking kaseke shibalendri. Don't fucking tell me what I can and can't like. You can suck my fucking kochu, bitch. So. You're going to get canceled by all the idols. I'm going to get canceled by fucking white people telling me how I should feel about my culture's music. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, first of all. All right? You could talk about your K-pop idols that you like. They're probably homies of mine, so fuck you. Anyways, like, yeah, that, before I get fucking canceled about this shit, I think that it's okay for you to feel a certain way when you're very young and people don't like the things that you like because you're young and you're very emotional. But it's okay for people not to understand something that you understand because it's a world that you're in. I don't think he's fucking xenophobic, all right? I think that's a stretch. I think he just doesn't fucking know. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't He doesn't understand. Why the fuck does he have to like K-pop? Yeah, why does no he? No one has to like it. Nobody no does. And, and K-pop boys are very pretty. They are. <laughs> like if one of them wanted to suck my dick, I might be like, mm, I might be inclined. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm completely kidding. Are you gonna cancel me for that shit too? What the fuck? Yeah, man. Like we even have like what's his name from? Um, they're like, you're, they're not gonna suck your dick before mine. I know. Like, why would he suck your dick? You fat, ugly fuck. Yo, shout out to uh, Jay from Day Six. Mm. Love that kid, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking pretty. He's a handsome, handsome man. Very fucking talented. I didn't realize how talented he was until I we met him at the JK office, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Big fans of yours." I'm like, "Oh, that's super dope." And I saw him. Fucking talented singer, dude. Kid's fucking dope. Yeah, he came down. Our, I mean, our editor was working with them, doing all of his videos, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool kid, man. Love that guy to death. I feel like they all spend like a very disciplined routine on their skincare because they all have perfect skin. Yeah. Uh, so a buddy of mine told me he's a he's a K-pop dude. Um, he said that. Before they go out and they start doing all this stuff, they have to go through like a six month to a year skin regimen. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's it's a they're whole... like before our show, we're gonna do a skincare treatment but thing for a year. As they become their K-pop star and they're going through their camp, oh, they wow. have like a six month to a year skin regimen wow. that gets like rid of all their pores, smooths out, smooths out their skin. Wow. It's like a whole laser treatment type of thing. Damn, I need to get that shit done. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty intense, but you know you can't it, you have to upkeep it a lot because it's not one treatment it's oh. like you do it one month and the next month you do another one then I two want, months after that i want k-pop skin pure as snow i want to be whiter than this fucking wall right now not because i want to be white okay i want to be porcelain white you can't go out in the sun for like the first month really yeah. oh i already failed that yeah it's 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 like some serious shit i want to look like a motherfucking plate <laughs> <laughs> you want to like a corral plate dude i want to look Man, I because when I was a baby, like I had hella light skin. Yeah. Like I was a ghost, dude. Yeah. 14 years old, I smoked fucking crack in the house, played video <laughs> games, <laughs> stayed home all day, fucking never saw the sun. I maintained some ghost skin. 
Yeah, when you don't, when you look at Jason Chen, dude, his skin's amazing. Man, I will never get sunlight. He got, he's always blushing with those rosy ass <laughs> cheeks. I want to slap the fucking blush off like of his face. Marie Antoinette and shit. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> always looking like. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that wraps up this podcast, guys. Thank you for those topics. Just to wrap up those thoughts for me. Number one, I get why you can be upset when somebody doesn't like your shit, but I think it gets a little bit out of hand when it comes to Korean music i understand that when music affects you it feels like it lifts you up people feel that same way about eminem's music but the way you attack people when they don't understand what you like is a little bit extreme i think it's a little crazy and sometimes your fandom goes it's positive because you support these people and you put money in their pockets but when they don't like what you do you start calling them sluts you you start fucking shaming them and they end up not being able to really just like kind of package the shit in their head right and you know they end up like committing suicide so if you want to take the responsibility of also supporting them you should also take a responsibility for how you've kind of single-handedly destroyed their mental health as well um yeah so there's a lot of things to say about that just enjoy the music yeah enjoy the music man and shut the fuck up exactly that's what i say enjoy it shut the fuck up and move on yeah, man. And, you know, I know a big comment's going to be like, those aren't real K-pop fans. Are, the real K-pop fans don't really care. Well, who who's to say that? You can't tell them they're not K-pop fans. They are K-pop fans. Yeah, if they like the music, they're K-pop fans. Yeah, man. Like, just because, I mean, you might be the more sane one. They all try to re, uh, uh, report my tweets, too. They stayed up, bitch. None <laughs> of them got fucking canceled, so fuck you. Twitter's on my side. <laughs> That's tight. And uh, shout out to uh, uh, Kevin Pena. Uh, stop doing stupid shit, man. Be be that positive, dear fucking guy. And just stay that way, man. What are you, what are you doing, dude? I cut that shit out. Mr. Fucking tough guy. Trying to jump people at a sandwich shop. It's dumb. Yeah, eat a sandwich with your girl. Yeah, relax. Anyways, guys, you could catch us. Catch you could catch us on uh, Spotify, iTunes. If you see us on iTunes, give us that five stars. Uh, if there's any hot topics you guys want us to talk about, send it our way, and we'll get on it, baby. Okay. Bye bye. Peace.